welcome to the Parent Hub Live family podcast. Join us as we encourage, challenge, and partner with you to help bring your best to parenting. Each episode will feature a parent from our Bethany community, and we hope that their stories will inspire yours and will leave you with a few insights along the way. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Parent Hub Live family podcast. Uh, This is uh, episode two. This is part B. Uh, with Naomi Reimer. Um, if you were with us last episode, um, again, Jen, Naomi, so glad to have you with us again. Uh, if you were with us last episode, you heard a little bit about Naomi's story, how her and Jamie ended up at Bethany. And again, we're just so glad that you guys are part of our community, part of our family. And uh, we're so blessed to have you um, at our church. And uh, um, again, if, if, if you weren't with us last episode, uh, you may want to just put pause on right now, go back and listen to that, and then rejoin us at this point. It just gives you a wonderful context into uh, sort of the backstory uh, that Naomi's going to pick up on today. Uh, but uh, again, thank you so much for, thank you so much for sharing that. We want to uh, hear more, uh, hear more of what uh, God has been doing in your life. But uh, sort of where we left off is this this idea of uh, burnout, right? Um, that um, the, some of these health issues, some of these stress issues were maybe a cause of burnout in your life that you were experiencing burnout. And you, you said you were you were numb in places you shouldn't have been numb. And, and you sort of knew at that point, hey, I need to talk to a professional. I need to talk to somebody. Um, and it actually wasn't until like, kind of after the fact, years later, that you kind of had the language to put around the fact that, hey, I actually think I was experiencing burnout. And, and, and I sort of hear that over and over, Naomi, about people who have, uh, have experienced similar things to you and, and didn't really know it was burnout. And um, so maybe the first question to start uh, this episode off is, is around that whole issue of burnout. Um, like, what are some signs that you may be experiencing burnout? Like, what are some signs that, hey, you should probably go talk to somebody uh, and get some help? Because I don't think I want to see anybody sort of go down that road where they need to be sidelined because of health issues, because of stress issues. If there's things that they can sort of manage and sort of healthy practices that they can put in place to stop them from kind of going down that road. So maybe speak to that again. Yeah, thank you. Um, okay, yeah. So I mean, I, I will share some of my symptoms, but I think symptoms actually go much deeper than this. And again, I think that likely I got to this stage because I was avoiding a lot of other symptoms. Um, and I think for us, just have to put a note in here. Um, for us, I think for those of us who are prone to burnout are likely people who are um, have a lot high expectations for ourselves, um, really like want to achieve and success. Um, and can that, that can just sort of become what rules our life. And so um, for me, at least that was my story, which I felt that I needed to just do, do, do. Um, and that, that was faithfulness. And that was, you know, and I use this word um, like good Christian. And that, we have to be careful about that because I think sometimes we can go in that space. But um, anyway, so with, with um, the symptoms, I would say for me, um, I was having difficulty seeing. So a lot of those spots, um, a lot of blurred vision. Um, I would sometimes sit there and feel like I was going to pass out. So I would be sitting like in a meeting and I'd be like, how does everyone have the energy to sit up straight right now? Like that was kind of how I was feeling. I remember like driving in the car and watching people walk down the road and be so like amazed that they have energy to, to walk, you know? So just that basically this, this very deep exhaustion where it's like, I, I'm so exhausted. I can't even explain it. I just, I feel so tired in all of my being, my, my brain, 
my, my, my body. Um, I had a lot of shaking, like a lot of tremors. And so for a while it was like, Oh, like, is this Parkinson's? Is this MS? Like, so neurologist appointments, you know, all those things. So like, why are these tremors so strong? Um, uh, so numbness, like my face, this side of my face went totally numb. Um, my hands were going numb. Um, it was almost like my body was shutting itself down because it was like, if you don't do this, then I will do this. <laughs> and so um, I think some of those signs for us would be like, am I feeling like my brain um, is going too fast um, and I can't even shut myself down. And so my body needs to sort of take over. Um, so being aware of that, I would say, um, I know there's so many other things, but I, I would just be that, that, that weird fatigue that doesn't necessarily let up, you know, there's times we have low periods in our time, but that's kind of that, you know, consistent perpetual, just like never ending exhaustion and then just different weird symptoms like that. That's what, that's how I would describe it, at least in my own personal experience. So you ended up taking some time off to do some healing work. Um, and I'm curious to know as you're healing and you're going through this, uh, season of recalibrating, how do you like, what can I ask some of the things that you were able to just, how, how did healing happen for you? Mm -hmm. So healing was long for me. Um, to be honest, I am not the same person as I was, and I've sort of accepted that I won't be. Um, and that's been its own grief process. Um, I have to take care of myself differently now than I did before. Um, I, I have to say no to different things um, that I would never have said no to before. Um, and I have to protect my, my, my mental health and my spiritual health in, in much um, more intimate and intentional ways. Um, yeah, I... I would say that probably healing to feel like I could be a little bit back to like getting out of bed and, you know, cooking again, those things was months. I remember saying to my husband, cause I felt like such a failure. I was like, for someone who wants to do well and meet expectations and you know, all this stuff to feel like I can't be a mom. I can't really be a great wife. I was like, I felt awful. <laughs> and so this was exactly what I needed though, to actually move in my relationship with Jamie to one that actually allowed him to serve me. So what, um, so you talked about, uh, again, last episode, you, you touched significantly on kind of regaining some of that spiritual health. Um, you mentioned there some of the mental health. What, what are some practices maybe that you, you learned kind of during that time uh, for just maintaining that uh, strong mental health? Um, so for me, I found that I needed to be very intentional about my times with God. Um, that was something that was always a part of my life, but I, I found that I really needed to continue to really make this a part of my life and not just necessarily in, I really love journaling. Like I'm, I'm a huge prayer journaler. I, I love Bible studies. I, I'm, I, I love doing those things. Um, but I found that the resting part was something that I needed to accept more. So I could prayer journal and I could pray for all these people and I could um, read these scriptures and I could study and study. And that was great. But I found that I actually had to rest. And so I found that listening prayer became something that I did. I found that just being with Jesus was something that I did. And again, it feels like, well, what is the point of that? Like, you're just being there. But I'm like, it was every, it's everything for me. Just being, isn't that, I don't know. And so I think for me, spending time with God meant something a little bit different than the, the typical, like, again, 
it still involves prayer. It still involves reading scriptures, yeah. still involves doing um, studies for sure. But I think it also involves for me a rest an yeah. actual undoing and being like, okay. And, and Jesus is like, let me take care of you, Naomi. Let me take care of you. And I'm like, okay, yes. You know, there are times guys where this sounds maybe bizarre, but I'm like, I asked Jesus to pray for me. I'm like, okay, Jesus, I need you to pray for me right now. <laughs> and I do, I don't know. Cause I feel like this is the thing that, that I feel I need. And, and I feel like that he delights in as well, where, right. um, <clears throat> yeah. So resting, actually resting. And I, you, you touched on something there that, that made me think. And again, last episode, you, you, you touched on this, the idea of we, we, we constantly equate Christianity with doing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and what you're talking about there, and even in, 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 in the prayer and in the Bible study, which are doing activities, uh, it's, it's, it's the being part, mm-hmm. not the doing Christian, but the being Christian and allowing God to uh, do the work for you rather than us working for God. And, and you know, almost every Sunday we hear things that we can do, we can do. And so sometimes that can become heavy on our shoulders. And especially when we're experiencing, um, you know, burnout and fatigue and it's, and it just feels like, oh, this Christian thing is just another thing on my to-do list that I have to do rather than what you're talking about and just allowing God to, again, pray for us rather than right and so I, I again I think that shift in our mind and in our mentality is is significant I just wanted to ask Naomi um, as you were talking I was thinking about you you had this season of burnout and healing and then you you managed to go back into the work world um, and you were you were momming through the all of that and it just I had this interesting thought where I was like you know, I bet there's a mythology out there and you can say if this is true or not, um, but I'm curious to know, is there a myth that we have to be fully healed and fully integrated to be able to participate in the wider world? Because I'm just thinking about all the times when, you know, you have to take more rests and you have to take more time off or you can't go 100% all the time. You know, does that mean that you're you're less able to participate or... How do you feel about your own integration back into the working world? How do you, like, are you fully healed or do you work with uh, you? Cause you had mentioned, you know, that maybe you've reduced some things in order to be able to do that. So I feel like for me, um, that's a good point because I feel like there is this idea of, um, you know, um, yeah, fully healed. That's something that is, you know, important before you go back into the working world. For me, I feel like before, I was a very high capacity person and now I'm not in the same way. And in, in regards, I would say, am I, am I phys- fully physically healed where I feel like I can be that person again? Uh, no. Um, but do I believe that I'm fully fi- spiritually healed in understanding that I actually need to take time um, for myself and for, for my heavenly father um, to um, fill me up with all that I need. Absolutely, I do. And so I think, yes, in one regard, I feel very healed because I know the path that is necessary for me. But I have had to accept the fact that some people with high capacity, I'm not that person anymore. And I, I, I'm okay with that. Um, it's, it, it is challenging, right? Because there are expectations as in, in your working world, in your other worlds, right? And so for me, I have to sort of continue to release those expectations and remember 
who I belong to as number one, right? Like I belong to, to Jesus. I belong to God. And so I, I can be free to um, be with him and to follow him and what he's called me to. So I would say that for me, I've had to have a really very intentional, um, prayerful life about God. Is this mine or is this not mine? Because I would say yes to anything before. Now I actually have to say, oh, God, are you leading me here? Or is this something that's just appealing because it's service or it's helping? And so I've had to have very intentional prayers. I would say that that has changed for me um, in terms of, so yeah, maybe you don't have to be fully healed physically in order to be in that world. But that, that's a good, I really like that point, Jenna, that that can be the the assumption for sure. Like that actually sounds that you're leading from and you're working from and you're serving from a place of health, right? That idea that, okay, it's not what I can get from service. Because oftentimes if, if you're a high capacity person, if if people see you as valuable and what you can contribute, oftentimes that becomes our energy and that becomes our motivator for service rather than that place of being and that place of stillness and that place of I am loved no matter what. Uh, and we should mention that you're you're working now as a counselor at Niagara Life. We'll talk about Niagara Life in a second. But I, I'm wondering um, what sort of was sort of birthed in you or what was some of the prompts that led you to say, Hey, I think I want to get some more schooling, um, you know, be able to become a counselor. You mentioned before that counseling was sort of this lifelong dream that you had. What was it that kind of led you to say, yes, I want to, I want to do this. (laughs) Honestly, Martin, a lot of prayer. Um, My daughter was going back to school and I knew that I might work again at some point. um, But I just started my youngest daughter was going back to school or going to school. So I knew, okay, she's starting school next year. I'm going to start praying now Mm. um, for what, what the next year. So I prayed for uh, quite a while. Um, Something came up in um, the September. I prayed and I prayed. I was like, God, is this something? Is this something? Um, Finally, I decided that maybe I do it. I didn't decide to go back to school till about uh, January. And I didn't tell anyone right away either because I was like, (laughs) I don't know. Right. So I, it was a process for me where I was like, God, yeah. is this you? Because I want to follow you so much. I want yeah. to, to have that affirmation. So yes, a lot of prayer um, and prompting from the spirit. And for me in thinking about going back to school, it was almost like if I go back to work, what would I feel my heart would want to do? Yeah. And so then of course my dream, my heart of counseling came back to, to my heart. And I, I felt the spirit saying like, you know, I think we're ready for this to do this together. Naomi, I think we're ready for this. And so it's like, again, trusting God, like, are you sure? Because I was kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie. Can I do this? And will this be okay? You know, I, I don't want to burn out again, right? Those types of things. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of that journey. Well, hey, tell us, uh, tell us about your current work situation, Niagara Life uh, Center. Um, Niagara Life Center was uh, one of our Give Hope recipients. And we, we just love the work uh, that Niagara Life Center is doing. And at Bethany, we're a big supporter of all the, all the great work that's going on there. How are you seeing God work uh, through what you're doing, uh, through what the other counselors are doing at Niagara Life Center? Honestly, like, I'm, I'll never forget the first retreat I was at. This was before COVID because I started working a couple weeks before COVID there. Um, we were at a retreat and I remember feeling like just as staff, we had this retreat together. And I thought, oh my goodness, this, this team is a refuge. This team is a sanctuary where the spirit of God moves freely. And it was like, that was my first experience in a team dynamic. And I felt like, oh, 
this is so good. I want to be a part of a space where the spirit of God is allowed to work freely. Oh, it was so, so refreshing for my soul. And so that was kind of affirming for me and thinking, okay, um, I'm in really good company in here and in our heart's desire and our desire to see God working. Um, when I feel like when we allow the spirit of God to work freely, um, a lot of things happen. I am, I'm not, like I would say daily, every single day I go to work and I do what I do. Uh, like again, I said before, um, I think last podcast, like I am, I am asking God, I need you so much. I, I need you to show up, come and be, come and be with me, come and be with us in this session. Um, and God will continually come over and over and over again. Um, I feel that I am so humbled because I see him showing up in the ways where um, healing's done. And I'm like, I can't even believe that God has set, set people free in some of these ways that, wow. Um, I feel like it's, sometimes I have no words, to be honest. <laughs> it, it is just quite something. And the fact that um, it's nonprofit, so people can come um, for low, low prices, um, where um, some people can come at no cost because they can't afford it and get the help that they need for me. I feel like that is what really resonates with my heart with Niagara Life Center, because we are able to say, you matter, you know, um, and, and whatever you can do is okay. So if, if you can, if you can afford this, if you can't, it's okay. And so there's something very freeing in that for people um, who can come and get healing. Um, and yeah, so I've, I've been so moved. I've been so blessed. God has shown me that he is so, so stinking real, to be honest. Um, I feel very close to him in this job. Yeah. Um, I could cry about it. I'm, I, I could cry about it. I feel like he is so close to me and so close to these people. Um, and so it's very humbling anyways. Yes. So, yeah. How, how can someone access, uh, the services at Niagara life? Again, I love the fact that, like you said, they're nonprofit, um, again, if, if, if you can afford, you know, this cost, awesome. If there's some subsidies that are needed, you know, we'll work with that. I think it's great through Bethany as well. There's, um, we have, uh, we have funds that we could, and, and we have helped, uh, people go to counseling. And so again, if, if you are in need and that's something that you feel, Hey, I, I would love to see a, a professional and just kind of work through, uh, an issue in my life or struggle that I'm having uh, that is available to you at Niagara Life Center through Bethany Church. And we just really want to encourage you to, to be able to access uh, these wonderful services. But how, how does someone uh, just go about accessing uh, help from Niagara Life Center? Yeah, so they would just call, um, call the center. They can Google it, Niagara Life Center. Um, and they would just call and set up a, uh, um, an intake, you, you go through an intake process. So you just have to fill out your name over the phone with the receptionist. Um, and then you'd be put on like a waiting list and assigned a particular counselor, depending on your need. And, and then when there's space, then um, there'd be availability. So yeah, that's kind of how that works. So pretty simple, not, not, too, not too intimidating. Tell us just for a moment, um, again, you were sort of in work world before, you're at home for a while. Now you're back in work world again. Uh, maybe highlight some of the differences, maybe just the differences in perspective that you take with you to work. But how have you found that different now working um, now that your kids are a little bit older? Uh, and maybe to um, not only what you found different now work working, but then again, just the idea of how do you sort of balance how maybe is as being in work world now, how's that impacted your parenting and you as a you as a wife how, how does that look in in your world now 
Yeah, that's a great, I love that question, it's so good. So I would say that I've gotten more organized in some ways and less organized in others and had to sort of accept it. Um, I think priorities when I was at home were like, okay, keeping a clean house and, you know, always cooking all of my meals from scratch and, you know, um, those types of things. And I feel like, so now, um, you know, it's, it's, I be, I'm very organized in terms of like my grocery, um, my groceries are ordered, you know, every week I do meal planning on Sundays for the entire week. Um, and those things, I have laundry nights and we have those laundry nights that we stick to. So that organization happens, but maybe my house isn't as, as, as up to par as I would like it to be. And I have to be okay with that because I find that every moment I have that I'm not working, I want to be present with my kids. And so I think it's tempting for someone who's been, uh, who, who does like to keep a tidy house, um, for me to just want to do those things and get those things done. Um, but instead I've had to say, um, okay, my kids actually miss me. Um, so I'm going to be fully present with my kids. And so it's, it's letting some things go so that you can actually be fully present in other things. And so I yeah. found myself savoring my kids. I hug them a lot more. I snuggle them a lot more. I smell their hair a lot more, right? Stuff like that. Um, I find myself being, being much more present, much more, um, in their space. And actually, interestingly, I was, I've been doing this, um, prayer of examine exercise and I started this a while ago and it basically, um, going through your day and kind of noticing where the spirit is present. And so as I was practicing this, this was kind of unexpected for me. I realized that Every time I was with my kids, I felt really close to the spirit. And I realized this after a while, I think it was about day four of doing this, that I was like, oh my goodness, the spirit's inviting me to be with him in this way. So I've actually found myself enjoying the presence of God while I'm with my kids in ways I would not have even seen before, which has been kind of amazing for me. <laughs> so every time my daughters will say, mommy, come watch us play. I feel like the spirit saying, come and be with me, you know, and in a beautiful way. So um, that's been really meaningful for me where I've, I found myself um, enjoying them and feeling very close to God when I'm with them and um, able to be a little bit more present, right. When I'm spending time with them, which has been quite meaningful. So, um, and I do have to take time for myself as well. I do find that again, that can't be left. And so with balancing everything else, um, yeah. I have to have my, my time. So I do plan every week, a, a couple hours for me where I can really just, um, listen to worship, um, spend time in my, in my Bible in an extended way, um, just really kind of have that retreat. And so I do that for myself weekly. And of course, Jamie and I do, we do date nights every Friday. So that's kind of like a way that we sort of try and, and keep that going within the busier, you know, schedules. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So it's just about, yeah, like you said, being really structured in a certain way and unstructured in, in other ways. It's just being really intentional about what you give your time to. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, that's very helpful. Um, what would you say maybe to uh, the parent who's uh, maybe currently in a kind of stay-at-home mindset, um, but is kind of thinking about or just feeling prompted to kind of pursue work or volunteering uh, outside the home, maybe they just feel a little bit anxious or a little bit scared, or maybe they feel like, uh, am I abandoning my family, um, <laughs> all that I've known? Um, what, what would you say to them to encourage them just to maybe help them process, bring clarity uh, to what they're thinking? Yeah, totally. Oh my goodness. I would say, I've, I know how you're feeling because I felt those same ways that there's a sense of like, is this okay? I've had those moments where I'm like, oh my goodness, like, are my girls around me, you know, enough, you know, the, the other week, 
in the evenings, if things are busier, they're like, you have another call. Like they're so sad about it. Right. And so I'm aware of that. Um, I think I would say, um, you know, I think we forget that because we're saying yes to something, we feel like we have to say no to everything. But even if you say yes to, 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 to working, you're not saying no to being a mom. You're just no. saying you actually can say yes to being a, a more intentional mom when you're with them. So it doesn't have to feel like a loss necessarily as much as it is. It does. It can a shift. So I would encourage you if the spirit is leading you, ask him to what kind of um, what does this look like for me and my kids then? Um, what what does this look like for um, for how you want my 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 tone of my home to be? Um, and so you can still be really intentional with your kids even if you are working. Um, but I, I get that sense of, of, oh no, is this, is this okay? You know, I, I will say something. Um, my, my youngest daughter now, she says, I want to be a counselor when I grow up. <laughs> this just melts my heart because I'm like, oh, like, yes, I'm, 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 I'm working, but um, my daughter wants to know to be that. And so it's almost as though there actually can also be an example um, in, in that, which I realized I, I, that surprised me actually. Um, and even my oldest daughter, she's, she's very proud of me. You know, she's like, oh, mommy, I think that you're an amazing counselor. You know, she's so encouraging. And so I feel like, okay, this is impacting them, not just negatively necessarily, and maybe not even negatively. Actually, maybe this is impacting them um, positively. And I would say involve your kids in it, you know, pray with them about it. You know, um, they can be a part of that process. And so I felt that the spirit has actually used my children as a way of supporting me, you know, where it's like, pray for me, you know, at work today or um, and, and they will, right? Or pray for me for this, for this situation I have to do later. Okay, you know, and they'll pray for me. I don't have to give them details, but it can be that in involvement where we now can actually be a church community within our family, essentially, right? And supporting of one another. So I would just say, yeah, you can be hopeful about what it can look like if God is leading you there. It's, God leads us to good things. So yeah. we can trust him. <laughs> Yes, I'm so excited about that. I think what I heard you say through all of that that just really got me so excited for today was there's this invitation, an invitation from the Holy Spirit, an invitation in everything that we're doing, like just to, to sit back and just wait for those invites. Um, and that maybe we don't always have to feel like we're the one doing all the extending, that he's extending towards us too. And I don't know. Thanks, Naomi, so, so much for... For sharing that I mean for me I'm going to take that into today and just be like so excited about looking for this invitation from the Holy Spirit through my kids or through something that I've read or even things that I'm seeing outside or whatever mm. so thank you I really appreciate that yeah, for sure. thanks mm. for having me did you I'm just wondering um did you want to uh, just close our time together in prayer mm -hmm. and just pray for again Jen you use the word invite um, <clears throat> would you just invite the Holy Spirit into uh, the lives of the listeners and what they're going in, their situations, um, into their struggles? Um, and, and I just, um, as Naomi prays, I just, um, my hope is that everyone listening would, would uh, just pause and would open their heart and open their mind to you, to God. Uh, that, uh, yeah, that this would be an opportunity for them to uh, find filling and find refreshing. And so, Naomi, would you, would you pray for us? I would love to pray. Oh, Holy Spirit, you are so good to us. And I thank you so much that you, God, are the God who sees us. And that in our homes and in our struggles and in our 
joys and in our celebrations and in our uncertainty, God, you see us in all those spaces and you want to be a part of it all. Um, you want to come close to us and you want to shoulder um, these things that we carry. And so God, I thank you so much that not only do we have this church community to um, learn and grow from, but God, we have our families. And so I pray, Holy Spirit, that as we are um, um, bumping around in our homes together with our families and, and um, understanding that that um, these different things are happening in our lives, Lord, that your Holy Spirit, Father, would allow us to see your presence in each one of our, of our children, um, each one of our family members in a new way. God, I, I pray that you, would, um, that you would invite us to come and be and that we would respond just to come and be with you. Um, you bring such rest and renewal and God, your presence is like um, water is like renewing water to us. And so God, I just pray that we would, we would say yes to your invitation to come and be, and that we would open our eyes, Holy Spirit, to seeing with your heavenly perspective, both of your love for us and your delight in us um, and your provision for us, God, but also how you are able to surround us with peace and um, with comfort, Holy Spirit. So I just pray um, for everyone listening that you would bless them, bless their hearts and lift them up today as they um, uh, are comforted and reminded of your strength and your support. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 <clears throat> well, thank you so much, uh, Naomi, for being with us. And again, sharing, uh, sharing from your journey and sharing from your heart. Um, I know it's been, uh, it's been amazing for me and I know it's been amazing too for, uh, for those listening. So thank you for sharing mm -hmm. and just want to pray and, and ask God's blessing on you, uh, the work that you're doing, the great work of Niagara Life Center. Um, and again, just appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate All it. Right. Uh, thanks again for listening to the Parent Hub Live family podcast and uh, we'll see you next time.